What is up, family? Thank you for joining me yet again. Griffiths here again. And how I approach this podcast, I try to approach it in a way that I'm like talking to my younger self or talking to younger investors of things that I wish I had known back when I first got into investing, maybe like a year and a half ago. Uh, I really wish I had known these things. It would have helped me out a whole lot. Me personally, I learned best by doing, so I was kind of educating myself and investing at the same time. You know, I was trying to make uh, trying to make moves for this financial independence journey that I've really been on lately. And I wish I had known these things beforehand. So I try to pretend if I'm talking to my younger self, uh, trying to put out information that a lot of younger and new investors really need to know that would help you out a lot in the future, okay? So today I'm going to talk about something fairly simple. Like I always say, if you're like a super advanced stock market investor or you're like a CPA or something like that, you're probably not concerned with what I'm saying. But for the younger investors, I feel like this information is going to be very helpful. Today I'm going to go over what a stop loss is, okay? A stop loss is basically when you buy a stock, it is a way to lock in your profits. To Once the stock goes up, it's a way to guarantee you're going to get at least this amount of profit if the stock goes up, okay? So that's basically what a stop loss is, just to give you an example. Let's say I take a stock that I own particularly, I talk about all the time, Snapchat. Let's say Snapchat today, I think it's at $14. Let's say tomorrow, not tomorrow, maybe in the next three, four days, for whatever reason, it just explodes and it goes up to $30 a share. From $14 to $30 a share. Once it hits $30 a share, I can set a stop loss at, let's say, $28 a share. So once it goes up to $30 a share, if I want to set in a stop loss of $28 a share, it will basically guarantee that I keep all the profits and my initial investment from $28 a share, okay? It will automatically sell all my shares once it hits $28. So let's say, for example, I have $1,000 worth of $14 a share, and it hits $28, and once I hit such a stop loss of $28 a share, it basically guarantees me that I doubled my money. So from $14 to $28, I set the stop loss at $28, and boom, if it drops back down to $28 or anywhere around there, it will automatically sell all my shares and keep me keep my initial investment and keep my profits it locks in profits okay so you can see why a stop loss would be very useful and some people love stop losses okay some people don't use stop losses because um like i was talking about in an earlier video when the price drops they just see that up as an opportunity to buy more stocks for cheaper but some people like to lock in their profits like i said if your stock jumps up it doubles, triples, whatever. You can set a stop loss to basically guarantee that you get to keep your initial investments and your profits. But it will sell out your position in that stock. So it'll sell out your position. But you shouldn't take that as a bad way because you can always buy back into it. You know, like if you set the stop loss at $28 from Snapchat when it jumped up from $14 to $28. And it, it all, all of a sudden drops below $28, back down to $25 maybe. So you sold all your stock. Okay, you got to keep your profits, got to keep your initial investment, and then boom, later on, it jumps back up to 40. You know, who knows? But there's nothing stopping you from buying back into the, into the position. So if you want to use a stop loss to lock in your profits, I think this is a very good idea for those of you who are more edgy or like, not edgy, but more nervous, like you don't like to give up profits, like, okay, I got this $1,000, so I want to make sure at minimum for this investment, I have at least $1,000, okay? Okay, so if you like profits, I mean stop loss is something you should look into. Now, another thing you can do is a limit buy. A limit buy is basically like, okay, say a stock is 15 bucks, but you're like, you know what? 
I don't want to buy that stock at $15 for whatever reason. I read X, Y, and Z. I think it's going to drop down to $13 or something like that. You can set a limit buy to where your, your account will automatically buy the stock when it hits $13 rather than $15. Okay, so what I'm basically going over is some automated investing type of deal so you don't always have to be sitting there staring at your account. Now you do want to check your account still, even if you set these things in motion, you still want to check your account to ensure that they actually went through. That's actually happened to me before. I set some stop losses and for whatever reason, it didn't go through and the stock dropped lower than I thought it would and it's still sold out. So I didn't get to keep as much profits, but you know, I'm still happy with the stop loss. I personally don't use stop losses anymore because I see when prices drop, I see that as an opportunity rather than just to try to hurry up and get out the stock. But buy limits, determine how much the maximum you're willing to pay for a stock. All right, like I was saying, limit buys, the max you're willing to pay for a stock, if you see a stock that's a little more than you want to pay for it, you can put the limit buy below that, and that'll be the max that you're willing to buy that stock at. So whenever it drops to that price, if it drops to that price, it might not. Then you'll be able, then your account will purchase those shares for you. A stop loss, a way to basically try to maximize your profits, try to lock in your profits, like if it jumps up from $10 to $20, you can set the stop loss at $15, so you at least guarantee that you made at least a 50% return in that scenario. And another thing you might see is a market buy, a market order. So you got a limit buy, you got a stop loss, and you might see a market buy, okay, or a market order. That's basically you're just paying the market price for the stock which is usually the option that I choose. Because when I go into stocks, I try to look at it in a long-term type of way. So if I'm still considering having the stock five years from now, it really, to me, doesn't really matter what the price is when I buy into it. Because I'm planning on having it for five years from now. I mean, I expect it to grow up. So, you know, just because I didn't catch it at its lowest point, it's not gonna really make a difference in the next five years to me. That's just the way I approach it. So I normally do market buys, okay? I just buy them at whatever the market price is currently right now. You know, I find it easier this way because it's kind of difficult to, because uh, basically the, the premise of stock buying is buy low and sell high. You know, that's basically the premise of all stock buying. Buy it at its lowest point and sell it at its highest point. But man, I think you have to figure out what works best for you and me. I'm just not, I didn't think I was very good at finding things at its lowest point. You know, a lot of people use different indicators in the stock market to determine when they think a stock has hit its lowest point. They try to buy the dip and sell the peak type of deal. But I realized that was a little too difficult for me. I was, diff I was having trouble keeping up with it, trying to predict when it's going to be at its lowest point. So what I decided to do was study more long-term investing. And like I was saying, if you're going to have a stock five, six years from now, it really doesn't matter what the price is right now. If you if you have faith in that company, you expect the price to go up anyway. So it's like you buy a stock today and it drops down five bucks tomorrow, but in the next three years, you expect it to be $15 more, then that doesn't really make a difference right now. So I normally go with the market orders, the market buys, and just buy them at the market price, okay? And just a quick recap, just to say again, we went over a limit buy, the max you're willing to pay for a stock. 
before your account purchases the amount of shares you, you put in. A stop loss. You buy the stock. It goes up. You want to lock in your profits with a stop loss at a certain price so that it sells before it drops below a certain price. And then market order or market buy. You just buy them at whatever the market price currently is. All right. I hope this was helpful. Uh, like I was saying at the very beginning, I try to tell people things that I wish I had known myself because I feel like a stop loss is something that's very important for newer investors, you know, so they're not always checking the price. Oh my gosh, I don't want it to drop below a certain level. So I got to check my phone or check my app, check my Rivalhood app every two seconds. You can set a stop loss to just lock in the profits. All right. Thank you once again. Like I always say, like the page on Facebook, Wall Street Wears Go Teeth, Instagram, Wall Street Wears Go Teeth. Check out the podcast on iTunes, YouTube channel, website coming soon. Thank you so much for joining me and Griffin's out again.